as we bring our insight dialogue practice, the practice of mindfulness, of settling into the actualities of this life, Um, there's a certain courage, a certain patience that's called for, but we still go forward. But we go forward with care, care for the practice. So remembering the meditation instructions quite explicitly and the pause is first for a reason. This Sometimes we actually need to stop. And where's the attention? Is there knowing? And are we receiving experience? Accept, allow, relax. Is the body tense? Is the mind grasping? Pause, relax and open of course is this very explicit move to the mutuality of internal external and both it can be quite subtle but it can also support us when practice is difficult by keeping us grounded and open to other and in that you know vibrating tenderness of open there is the quality of how it is now, changing, dynamic, and we yield, we notice the impermanence rather than fight it. We're not trusting in what emerges, we're trusting the emergence itself because we can do nothing but trust it because we're not in control. Trust emergence. And listening deeply what would be spoken now from this body, from this relational moment. Speak the truth. What's actually going to happen now at the boundary of the unconstructed awareness, or at least the awareness that has some stability and all those constructs? that may be arising now, what would be spoken? Speak the truth. And the first instruction is actually mm, as much reportage as it is um, contemplation, because it's going to help us as we move forward. The first speaker is invited to get in contact with a conflict in your life now, actual, with a person, a system, a thing, a situation. Check it out for yourself, but it needs to be genuine. This is not just theatrics or exercises. This is what's known when we allow the experience here and now. 
and you'll have just a few minutes, literally only about three minutes, to give the facts of the story. If it's a person and a situation, an event, you could say when, what, who, where, and this kind of thing. If it's a conflict related to something in its larger circumstances and you can't locate a who, then perhaps there are some aspects of what that you can name. But you'll only have a few short minutes, so, you know, this economy will help you focus the mind. You're just trying to put forward these direct contours or facts of the landscape. And listener, as you hear this, watch yourself form the picture. You'll have presuppositions, maybe judgments, hopes, compassion. You'll have images and so on and so forth. You know about this. But always, the listen deeply, coming back to the moment, back to the moment. What's the actuality that's being spoken now? Very simple. Let your practice support you. Just a few minutes. And the new speaker, new listener. And again, just a, as close as you can get to a bare assessment. What, where, who, when, how. And still, you're touching the truth of it in order to speak it. And the listener is receiving <laughs> at least how it looks to you. Listen deeply, speak the truth. So you've described the facts, who, what, how. You've identified this as a conflict. And the question is, what makes it a conflict? Perhaps it's frustration of an aspiration. Perhaps it's a difference of opinion. Perhaps it's a long family history. Perhaps it's a simple misunderstanding. And yet, 
in this mind, it's a conflict. So in this next contemplation, you can consider what in the mind, the heart and the body have raised this situation to the level of conflict in one's own mind. And at the same time, what might support you in this uh, contemplation is identifying how it is in the body as you uh, wonder, as you investigate how it is in the mind, story in the mind, and how it is in the heart, the feeling tone that is activated. And perhaps those will support you in understanding what brings you to the statement or to, the, to your own feelings that this is a conflict. First speaker, pause, pause, relax, and open. So still allowing the felt sense of the body and the feeling tones in the heart as the second person, the second speaker begins remembering to pause, remembering to see what's true so it can be spoken, noticing when your loss to come back, to come back to now, to this, these sensations in the body, both for the speaker and for the listener, and the listener listening with deep accepting mindfulness, also feeling what is happening in the body as the words hit the tympanic membrane and it wiggles. So now you can speak together of what you've heard as a listener and what you've noticed as a speaker so that the uh, felt sense of the conflict gets 
more deeply plumbed. So allow the, the form of taking turns speaking to dissolve into an interactive way of being together. And let, oops, yeah. And let the practice of pausing and opening and relaxing, speaking the truth and listening deeply, let it support this now interactive portion of your being together in the midst of both of these conflicts. Now that we've touched the content of the conflict and the felt sense of it, we can explore our strategies. What do we do? What are the actions of the body-mind in response to this dilemma, this situation? There's discomfort. The organism wants to act to alleviate the discomfort or somehow well, yeah, alleviate it however we can, right? And we'll begin with the first speaker, the very first speaker, with your internal strategies. And by internal, I mean not within the relationship with whatever it is that the conflict is around, whether it's another person or an institution or a situation. So what does the mind do? Does it blame, excuse? Does it distract itself? Perhaps it distracts itself with ideas or other emotions. Perhaps it engages the body and distracts itself with food or substances. So there's internal strategies, strategies to your body-mind system. figure it out intellectually, meditate a lot, and what happens then? What's the actual experience if that's what you do? It's a lot of discursive thought.
What is it for you? And again, you want to take the time to speak the truth. Take the time. Because meditative awareness can reveal what isn't known or can't be known by just the thinking mind or even the mind that goes into the body if the stirring keeps it so noisy that it's hard to know. So see if pause, relax, open can serve you now. as you touch the internal strategies. When conflict is present. Pausing, receiving. It's like this right now. internal strategies bypass avoidance, suppression, denial, distraction, entertainment, figuring out intellectually, emotional obsession, internal fixing, collapsing, seething, these are a few of my favorite things. <laughs> so what do you do? What happens? What does the mind do as an internal strategy? What do we make up as a way of meeting this internally? So pause. open to what is really true in the mind and in the heart. Open, pausing, seeing and speaking truthfully, allowing the heart to remember what is true. Let your practice support you. Let the pause support you. New, new speaker. And this is the second speaker. Thanks. So those were the internal strategies. And now we're moving back to the first speaker with external strategies. So we spend much of our time when we're in places of conflict, wondering how we'll fix the external situation because sometimes the fire of the conflict can feel so hot that it's unbearable. As somebody we love, and they're not loving us back. Or not only are they not loving us back, 
but there's a, an active aversion to something you've done or something you've said, or the fire has left the relationship. What's the external strategy? What's the way in which we receive that difficulty? The way in which we receive that conflict? Acceptance may work, in quotes, of course, work, because we uh, formulate according to our desires of what we want to happen. We come up with a formula as to what we think might work to make that thing happen, that desire be fulfilled. Or maybe there's some aversion to the change in circumstance or what we see as the conflict. And so we lash out or we want to push it away or get rid of it because the aversion is too painful. Or we can't tell what happened. So maybe the strategy is to try to figure it out with the other person or the organization and make it better. But in any event, many of our external strategies have to do with fulfilling our desires about what, what we think should happen. Or we're under some kind of delusion that we can manipulate, change, influence, make something happen, control it. Maybe it's gone out of control and we feel that we can get back the control somehow. So do we scheme, do we plot, do we plan? How do we try to make the outside world match the desire, the aversion, the delusion, or the enlightened view according to how we think it is, right? So, or do we make the other wrong and us right? Or do we go into shame and uh, embarrassment? What do we do to try to f influence the external world? What are the external strategies that we employ? They may be successful, they may not be successful. It's okay. So let the practice really speak the awareness of the body and the mind and the heart and how it is right now, not how it's going to be or how it was, but what's being felt right now, what's being seen right now, what's being known right now about this conflict 
and about whatever conviction you have about what you're going to or can do or will do or should do or have done that's been successful before and maybe it will be successful again, but what's being felt and seen and heard right now, what's being known. And the way we know that is we come back to what Gregory was talking about before of awareness of awareness, that there's awareness meeting awareness as you tell the story to your partner or you talk about your external strategies or as you are sitting hearing what your partner is saying about the external strategies, there's awareness and awareness. And can we allow that to be what speaks to us and what is heard? So let that be your support and let it be the home that you touch back into, the place that, from which that uh, knowing springs, that internal knowing, not, a, not an external uh, superimposed idea of what may be right, but just the internal simple, simple, simple knowing. And the pause will support you in seeing that, as will the opening and the intention to tell the truth. And just in this moment, what's the mind doing right now? Right now. Right now. This is compelling stuff, or it can be. You find yourself leaning forward, for example, physically. You find yourself drawn in to the story and the meditation diminishes. You touch the, the human tenderness, but the awareness gets lost. It's not necessary, but it takes diligence. So how's the mindfulness right now? Where's the body? What's the shape and form of the body? The actuality of this body sitting in this chair or on this cushion. This mindfulness now. real act of kindness to find a home in the meditation practice. And then the constructions can be known and something can shift. If we take a home in the constructions, we're always on, uh, you know, climbing a gravel mountain. So 
slipping down with every step. And moving to the new speaker, new listener. And we're exploring external strategies where we act to relieve this difficulty, this challenge. Whether it's an action of escape or going out after. An action of accommodating, dominating. An action to apparently stay present and yet somehow run away. Perhaps there is a action to heal and yet there's still this withdrawing. actions to explain or to bring everybody to resolution or actions to go do something physical. You have to do something physical. Strategies, external strategies in the face of conflict. Go change the system. Work with the system. So this is, a, as I said, a potentially hot fire just because, you know, it's well, the fire of conflict itself and then the constructions of how it feels to be doing all this, it's a lot. The invitation. It's a bold invitation is to continue your meditation practice and not just fall into a mundane conversation. It may be very tempting, it may even be very satisfying. We have other options as well here. Pausing. Where is the mindfulness now in this? Where's the steadiness of mind in the face of the turmoils? Pause and be in this emergence.
So letting the mind be clear for a moment. You've explored each individually the internal strategies, what we do in the mind, either the rumination or the bypass or the, you know, excusing or the, you know, maybe we have strategies for forgiving and so on. We've explored some of the external strategies, how we act to solve or run away or become aggressive or somehow turn and serve another or whatever it is we do. And meanwhile, here we are in this moment of practice. How can our practice shed not just light on strategies, but sort of basic understanding? And we're going to remove the form of taking turns. And so how we practice and our diligence about practice makes all the difference in the world now. Because you'll have two of you and, you know, the human system can create great opportunities for the energy needed for understanding, insight, concentration. And of course, it can also kind of take the lid off and lead to quite a bit of proliferation. The internal and external strategies both. The totality of this experience in conflict. The body-mind is stirring, stirred, acting, stirring again, retreating, going forward. whatever it's doing. And you've heard your meditation partner. The heart vibrates with perhaps care in addition to whatever assessments or so on may be going on. But now you meet. What would be known? What would be spoken? And if you want to let go of the word strategies, that's just fine. Let's just say something more general like actuality. How are you meeting now the actuality? Where does the heart draw you? What does awareness tell you? What does awareness tell you? Take your time. Is there wisdom in it? Is there something wanting to be known?
wanting to be released or somehow met more fully than it's been met. So don't know mind is your ally. Don't know mind. Plenty of space is your ally. Your meditation partner can be your ally. There's no rush. Absolutely no rush. Curiosity at this meeting point of awareness and this uh, kind of totality of these circumstances. Pausing, relaxing, opening. In this last five minutes with your meditation partner, uh, we'd like to give you some time to reflect on your practice together. You could simply ask a question, how was the mindfulness? How did we meet experience? How did I meet experience? How did you meet experience? Uh, if there's something that you were just in the middle of that you need to finish, of course you could say that, but I'd like to encourage taking this opportunity. And, uh, you know, feeling the preciousness of this last bit of time together after really touching some, uh, you know, pretty significant content when it comes at least to the seismic scale used in meditation. So what's true now? And listening deeply. And 
noting the transition. And perhaps if there's any gratitude for the person without whom you could not do this practice. And we'll meet in the circle. Thank you very much. Thank you for listening. To learn how you can support the teachers and Dharma Seed, please visit dharmaseed.org slash donate.